This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Welcome, friends, to Radio Church on this Sunday, July 24th. I trust it finds you in good health in these difficult times. It's good to have you as company on this Sunday morning, and I trust that you will find something for yourself and where you are in what is given to you. I'm Donald Phillips of the Dunedin Methodist Parish. So we come to worship together. In Christ there is neither new Jew nor Gentile, no discrimination of gender, class or race. In Christ the poor are blessed, the simple receive truth hidden from the wise. God of justice, you give us work to do, but from you comes power to give to others the care we have ourselves received. Thanks be to God. Our first hymn this morning is a very ancient one indeed. It comes from the Eastern Orthodox Church way back 1,500 years and more even. And in fact, the tune is an old tune from France. The words are, Let all mortal flesh keep silence. It's sung by the choir of St John's College, Cambridge, under George Guest. Feet my six wings, seven. 
Let us pray. This is the time when God waits to break into our experience, to change our minds, our lives, and to change our ways, to help us see our world and the whole of life in a new light, to fill us with joy, hope, and certainty for the future. This is the time, as are all times. O God of this place, our place, every place, of this time and all time, here and now we praise you. Many people are out of touch with themselves and with others. Many are too busy to sense the needs of others, those hungry for love, those who are lost and friendless. People are dying for our love. O God, live in me and love through me day by day, so that together we may make a world that is new. Amen. Now, I want to read to you from Luke's Gospel, the 11th chapter. The first part of the story is called The Importunate Friend. Jesus also said to them, Suppose one of you has a friend and goes to him in the middle of the night to say, My friend, lend me three loaves, because a friend of mine on his travels has just arrived at my house, and I have nothing to offer him. And the man answers from inside the house, Don't bother me. The door's bolted. My children and I are in bed. I can't get up to give it to you. I tell you, if the man does not get up and give it to him for friendship's sake, persistence will be enough to make him get up and give his friend all he wants. So I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Search and you will find, knock, and the door will be opened to you. For the one who asks always receives, the one who searches always finds, the one who knocks will always have the door opened to him. What father among you would hand his son a stone when he asked for bread, or hand him a snake instead of a fish, or hand him a scorpion if he asked for an egg? If you then, who are evil, know how to give your children what is good, how much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? May God those, write those words in our hearts. Now we come to another hymn, a more modern hymn. Uh, the words are by Shirley Murray and the beautiful tune by Nigel Eastgate, Dream a Dream. It's from an album, Faith Forever Singing, and it's sung by a group from Wellington called Sings Harry. Christmas time when no one's hungry 
persistence will be enough to make him get up and give his friend all he wants, said Jesus. Jesus, in fact, tells a couple of stories about persistence. The better known one is about a woman who wanted to get justice and had to convince a corrupt judge to hear her case. So she simply stood at the door of the courtroom and raised her voice until the judge gave up and, however unwillingly, listened to her and agreed that she had a case. The other little story is a more intimate one. There's a knock at the door around midnight and it's the neighbour. Friends have arrived unexpectedly and he doesn't have food, so he asks for help. The man's unwilling to do so. It's so late, the doors are locked, all the family are in bed. He doesn't want to be interrupted and he tells him to go home. But eventually, for friendship's sake, he does. He opens the door. He gives the neighbour a loaf of bread or two. Then he can shut the door again and go back to bed. Persistent wins, persistence wins out in both cases. But maybe it's the second little story that strikes a chord, more of a chord with us. Every day we see neighbours in need. They don't come knocking at our door, but they are there, nevertheless, in our hearts and minds when we'd rather keep them at a distance. The more of them, there are more of them on the street now, it seems. In these days of extreme weather, there are more and more casualties. Some of them naturally have a claim on government or local body assistance, but there are those who fall between the cracks. Who is to speak for them? Who appeals on the behalf of the voiceless? Who can open the doors to a listening ear? Who will, firstly, listen to you, the needy one? Would you want to make a public fuss about your predicament, like the woman before the unjust judge? Would you upset your neighbour's routine because you've got an unexpected problem to solve? Is prayer the best answer? I think we could talk about that. What comes to mind when you think of prayer? Is it something to do with a lifelong habit, like closing your eyes or folding your hands in a particular way or kneeling? What do you ask for? What do you expect? Especially when you think of those words of Jesus, your Father knows what you need, what your needs are before you ask of him. Do you come with a sort of shrug of the shoulders, leaving it all to the good Lord and the good Lord's infinite wisdom? That's not a, much of a reason for praying. Do you hope to understand old truths, but not sure that you'll recognise the difference, when, in fact, the old truth is a newly told story from your own world, like the parables Jesus told? Do you pray that you'll not be given the responsibilities of leadership because you've got the notion that it's wrong to put yourself forward? The woman in the parable wasn't like that. Do you always come to pray for others rather than for yourself? Do you want peace of mind for others and not peace of mind for yourself as well? It's not a, not a selfish hope. Do you come because the times are difficult for us all and you know how good it is to share your concerns with a listening father for our city? our country, our world struggling with COVID-19. At the heart of it all is prayer, not repetitious words, not a physical posture, eyes closed, head bowed, but a commitment to talking with the Son of God 
who is as near as breathing and at the very heart are people, people like us, though we may not think of this one or that one in such a way, but people like us nevertheless, and we have so much to share, if only we knew. Through prayer there comes acceptance and compassion and hope for every one of us. And remember, it's in your language, not anyone else's. It really is. Prayer really is so immediate, so simple, so effective. But it's all, it's not all just peace at the end, this challenge too. Not as alternatives, but not but one always with the other, because that's what Jesus offers. That's how he lived his life. We may call him the Prince of Peace, but his whole life was to do God's will, and there was both peace and challenge. There is both peace and challenge in following Jesus. Amen. So to God, the creator who gave this world to be our home, to God, the redeemer who loves us and by dying and rising, pioneered the way to freedom, to God, the sustainer who gives us strength for the journey, to the one God be praise and glory for time and eternity. Amen. Let's pray for others. But let's pray for those particularly who are being tested at this moment. Young people away from home, those who've recently lost loved ones and are out, and those who are out of work, help them discover the changes they must make themselves, for themselves. Those who spend their lives unrecognized and unacknowledged, invalids, political prisoners, the unsure, help them find ways of keeping alert and challenge us to speak up for them, those under pressure, like Nurses in understaffed hospitals, like leaders of countries devastated by natural disaster or by conflict not of their making, help them find strength and the resources to see them through. Loving God, the world pulls us in many directions and we don't know where to turn. Help us to listen for you in our silence and be ready to face the claims you may make on us. Help us to get our priorities right and to know what we have to do and what we should leave aside. Amen. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil, for the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. And our last hymn, it's from the album Alleluia Aotearoa, the words are by Shirley Murray again, and the music by Colin Gibson of Dunedin. Here is the place. It's sung by the Orlando Singers of Auckland under Anita Banbury. <laughs>
The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and fellowship in the Holy Spirit be with us all now and forevermore. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.